This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, discipline toolkit in your home. Well, hey there, families. It is time for a new episode of the Fresh Start Family Show. I am your host, Wendy Snyder, certified positive parenting educator and family life coach, and I'm so excited that you are here listening with me today. Today, I have Eileen Robertson Hamra on the show to talk to us about triumphing through grief. And I was so excited when I had the chance to sit down with Eileen because I think right now is... Um, still continues to be such a tense time in our nation, in our world, um, and a lot of us are processing grief. And Eileen's story is one of very intense grief. <laughs> she actually lost her husband in a plane crash back in 2011. But before you tune off, you know, thinking, oh gosh, this is too intense, I can't listen to this. Um, this is a story about finding silver linings, about looking for miracles, about being guided by spirit. This is a story about triumph. And Eileen is someone um, I know at the end of this interview, um, when we started, it was, uh, I I talk about it, um, you'll hear me talk about it, but it's when we recorded this, it was the day after we had such a horrible, um, you know, day on Capitol Hill here in the United States. Um, a, you know, something that none of us had ever seen in our lifetime, and I think in the history of the United States, and it scared the heck out of most of us, right? Um, And so I came, as I was recording this with Eileen, just feeling like a giant rock was on my chest. I was feeling filled, I was feeling filled with fear. I was just um, sad, anxious, all the things. And after this conversation, um, I felt better. I felt like um, I could breathe again. And um, I think just so many things we talk about is going to help settle your soul right now too. So it's a new year. 2021 is going to be bright. It is a year of thriving. I am proclaiming it to be the year of thriving for you, for me, for our nation, for our world. And I know that you are going to be so blessed uh, by this conversation with Eileen today. So happy listening. Thanks again for being here. If you wouldn't mind making sure you leave us a a review after you subscribe over on iTunes, we'd be so grateful. It usually takes less than three minutes to leave a review and push the subscribe button over on iTunes. Uh, We're so grateful for you. Happy listening. Well, hey there. I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show! Well, hey there, families, and welcome to a new episode of the Fresh Start Family Show. I am so excited to have Eileen Robertson Hamra on the show today. Welcome, Eileen. Hi, Wendy. How are you? 
I'm good. You guys, this is going to be an incredible conversation. Eileen is a health coach um, who does incredible work in the world right now, um, but she's also the author of a book called Time to Fly. And her story that she's going to share a little bit with us um, about today is all about triumphing through grief. And I'm just going to go ahead and pass the microphone over to you, Eileen, because I want you to tell us a little bit about um, what that means to you. I know at the time of this recording, it's the day after um, there has been massive civil unrest in our nation's capital. Um, of course, it's just at the beginning of 2021 when we're coming out of a, a really intense um, year of COVID. And it just feels like there's been grief every month. There's a new sense of grief to process through. And so um, I'm just really excited to hear your wisdom today. Um, I know you're going to share your story about um, just the tragedy you made it through and triumphed through. And then also, I would love to hear your thoughts on what we can do to process grief in a healthy way and also triumph and find silver linings throughout the process. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. I, I hope I can fulfill all of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, yeah. So, um, where would you like me to begin? You want me to yeah, tell, tell us about your book, because I know, um, it's just a beautiful story and, um, and I want listeners to really hear the reality of what happened to you and, and how you found the silver lining. And I know your book, um, tells us all about it, but tell us a little bit about the book and, and your story. Sure. So, um, the story is, uh, about my the loss of my uh, first husband Brian Robertson. So this was in 2011, December 22nd. So we just celebrated the nine year anniversary. So it was unfortunately three days before Christmas, and he um, uh, unfortunately died in a plane crash. And at the time, I had three young children. I still have three. Actually, now I have four young children, <laughs> but um, they were four, seven, and eight at the time mm -hmm. and I was 41. Yeah. So it was nothing expected and it was out of the blue and um, it was pretty awful. And so the story I share in the book starts there and then I take you through um, the steps of my own, my own grief, my own redefining who I was because I, you know, had my whole identity tied up in being Mrs. Brian Robertson and the wife and, and the mother and all of the things that um, I thought my life was going to look like. And then I go through just re redefining myself, what was important to me and what was I going to do now? And then also what it took to open myself up to loving again and trusting again and being vulnerable again and um, opening myself up to meeting my new husband, Mike, who, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we've been married. Actually, our five-year anniversary um, will be on the 16th of this month in January. And, and often some people are, are like, that's like enough of a story. And then I tell people like the next piece and they're like, holy camole. But like <laughs> then really opening up myself to having another child. And wow, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I had three young children. I was done having children. Um, and I was 42 when I met Mike and had Zach at 46. So wow, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. And, you know, it's funny because I, for a long time, 
I would tell people stories about like what I was going through and some of the miracles of like, just some of the spiritual things, like, you know, feeling like Brian was leading me or feeling him around me. And they're like, Oh my God, you got to write a book. You got to write a book. You got to write a book. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll write a book, but I'm not like, a, I was not like a writer. That wasn't my yeah. degree. I'm like a management science MBA in finance kind of girl. And nice. um, I, you know, took on writing this book and it wasn't until I was actually pregnant with Zach that I was like, oh my God, this is, this is that story of like tragedy to quote triumph, um, you know, basically creating something new from tragedy that, um, you know, you can never fix what was lost. Like I could never fix my family. I could never, even though I desperately tried <laughs> and yeah. felt roadblocked at many times where I just wanted to fix it. I even, you know, I wanted to fix it with Mike. I wanted to like, you know, in, you know, lose husband and sort new husband. Is it fixed yet? And it's like, it isn't ever like that, even though you want it to be, but the beauty and the possibility of creating something new, a new family, a new life while still honoring the past and honoring Brian and, um, you know, being inclusive. So anyway, that was like a yeah. really long story, but that's why I wrote the book. That's, um, you know, just to help people realize they're not, you know, your story won't be my story, but like, if you're experiencing something where everything you thought was going to happen in your life, isn't going to happen anymore, you know, wh who was so sad and couldn't imagine. And I really could not imagine ever being happy again, and actually am like legitimately authentically, like I live a good, great life. And you know, what was that journey like? And that's what I share in the book. Oh, it's beautiful. And I know um, I'm, I'll have Laura uh, add that, add your book to the shop page of the Fresh Start Family Show. And I look forward to reading it because it sounds amazing. But I want to ask you a few questions. So I he I've heard in your, I heard you say it now, and I've heard you say it before in your story about how you really felt like you were being guided through this, right? So talk to us a little bit about what that looked like and just, you know, the idea that you're not alone and whether that's being guided by people you love that have passed on or um, just knowing that you're not alone and going through the process, what did that look like for you um, as far as, as just finally embracing, like you are not alone? Okay. Uh, so anyway, so right after Brian died, um, it was Christmas time and it was, you know, it was awful. Um, we were actually flying from Southern California to um, my parents' place and house in Pennsylvania. And it, oh, it was, our, hard. yeah, it was our plane and he was the only one in the plane, thank goodness. But we had packed up all the Christmas gifts to give to the kids. And so the day after the crash, my dad and my brother went out to the uh, plane to gather what they could that could be salvaged for Christmas and, and get what we needed from the plane. And um, someone had called the airport and said, I'd like to talk to Eileen. Um, and would she call me? And so I was like, what is, and it was a funeral director. He owned a funeral home. And I was like, it's kind of odd for a funeral home to like solicit, <laughs> you know, <Right. laughs> I'm like, that's kind of just not normal. But my brother it was like, you should call, you really should call. So I was like, okay, you know, this feels like a little like an ambulance chaser, but I call up and he said, Eileen, my name is um, Al Cooner, and I own the funeral home down the home down the street from your 
um, parents' home and I'm a pilot and I was, I was in the landing pattern, which basically he was flying that night, the night before as well, because I landed a half an hour before Brian was supposed to land. I heard him in the pattern and I want to take care of all your funeral expenses. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So I was like, okay, so now I have a pilot funeral director. It was, it was Christmas time. And you know, he basically said, you know, we're, we're not going to plan something right this minute. Like you need, nobody's, (laughs) nobody's in the office, you know, like go ahead, do Christmas. And, but the day after Christmas we'll connect and we'll start the planning of the, of the, um, memorial. What a blessing. Let's chat for a hot sec openly and honestly about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. Timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, three, two, one countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being air quotes mean to their sister or disrespecting you, but then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you could end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle. Yeah. And then he said to me, as like, Brian and I were spiritual, but not religious, like, you know, mm-hmm. so I didn't really want to have it in a church. Cause I was like, I don't even know what church I would even, or synagogue or temple or, you know, like, yeah. anyway. So I said, but I really want it to be somewhere special. And his caterer, the, he hooked me up with a caterer in Baltimore and she suggests the Baltimore museum of industry. Brian was a serial entrepreneur and it has a twin twin engine plane hanging from the ceiling. Oh and I was my like, gosh. I know. So I was like, really? Pilot funeral director, business museum with a plane hanging from the ceiling. 
on the waterfront, Brian was obsessed with the water. I was like, okay, what's happening here? What's happening? You know, like I clearly felt like, okay, I'm being guided clearly. And, um, everything that it just kind of, in a way felt like I just needed to open my eyes and look around and see what was there and be open. And I did really feel like I was being taken care of, um, both wow. by the on, the, on the, on the ground, but also I was like, dude, are you planning this thing? <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> how is this, how is this possible? How is this happening? And, um, Oh, it gives me chills. Now I say that's like when I feel like the Holy Spirit's moving because it's like chills just went through my whole body. Like that's, yeah, that's no coincidence to me. No. And the whole story of me meeting Mike and falling, you know, that whole thing, it's also full. I'm not going to go into it. <gasps> yes. It's, oh, it's full of miracle. You know, it's like, um, yeah, being guided and being open and, and looking and seeing, and it doesn't always look like you think it's going to look. I think that's one of those things. Like you feel like you're being guided, but you're like, I want to be guided like this. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and the guiding sometimes doesn't come like that. Right. Like the guiding yeah. sometimes hurts and it's not something that we want. It's, or we think we want. Um, but when we're open, right. To, to it. Yeah. So that's beautiful. Gosh. And, you know, again, I think of all the the different types of listeners right now, and I know God's going to put this in the ears of someone who has lost a husband and has, you know, experienced this type of intense tragedy and grief. And then I think there's other going to be other listeners um, who are experiencing the grief that I talked about earlier of just like everything has changed in our world, right? Where you have so many things you touched on of like, you thought this year was going to be this year, this type, or you thought that your kids were going to be able to graduate from college on a stage, or you thought your kids were going to be able to go to kindergarten. And now it's just not right. Like everything's changed. And it's, it's so encouraging to hear you share a real life story about how make, you know, really um, having that open heart and those open eyes to see those beautiful spiritual sources of guidance to confirm that you're not alone and um, that you are being guided is, is really encouraging because I think it's a message we all can lean into right now because if we can just stay focused on the light and know that we're going to be okay, right? Like we're going to be okay and um, and there's sources of light all around us and we're not alone. I mean, I just want to like wrap myself in that blanket right now. And- <laughs> Yeah. And I, and what's coming to my mind right now too, is like, just sort of, and I think a lot of, I don't know if you watched the news, I'm sure everybody did, or lots of people did, but, and some people just had to turn it off, which is also completely okay. (laughs) Cause sometimes I do think, you know, in times of tragedy, self-care is like so important um, and tuning into what you need is so important, but also I'm thinking, I was just thinking about the perspective of like, it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. And not like that's the truth. Right. <laughs> like yeah. it's just a perspective that you can try on and think about because it's like, well, if this is for me, for my growth, for my development, for my further expansion of, and this is how I felt. I was like, oh my God, like for me to, I actually did have the experience. I was like, oh my God, I didn't, I could, I did not know how to love this deeply before he died. And I didn't know that I didn't know. (laughs) 
right? Yeah. Like I thought I was a deep lover or what, you know, like not lover like that, but you know what I mean? Like I thought I knew yeah. about that and I, and I did. And then this opportunity, you know, of losing Brian and really having to slow way down and having compassion for myself, for my kids, for uh, my family, for Brian's family, everyone. It was like, whoa, I, I did not know. And I did not know how loved I was to, to think, you know, or how loved my family was. Like, I think that was one of, it is one of those opportunities in grief and loss um, that you don't get. Cause it's like how many people are, are reaching out to you and telling you that they love you. And it's like, whoa, and this love is always present. We're just not always, you know, we just don't always see it or feel it. Yeah. So that is a perfect example of one of the silver linings that you've been able to see. And it's so meaningful to hear it from you. Right. Because yeah, those of us who haven't had a mass tragedy, a massive tragedy like this, it's, it can feel so dismissive and almost eerie to me, but I say it all the time. And I've been really trying to lean into it this year of like, okay, it's not happening to me. It's happening for me. And like silly little things, like I'll lose a a contractor that I was like really invested in as far as like someone who does my Facebook ads or is my PR manager. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why, why did you leave me? What is happening? And then I remember like, okay, this is happening for me, not to me. Like, God, what is, what are you, what are you going to provide here? What are you going to fill this, this with? What is, what exciting things are going to happen? And it can feel awesome. But at the same time, you know, when I sit with someone like you, it just also doesn't feel quite right. (laughs) But to hear it from you that you were actually able um, to embrace that. And, and the silver lining was seeing how much you care and how much you are loved, because that is one of the byproducts of sadness, right? I mean, I think all emotions are perfectly designed, happy, sad, mad, hurt, scared are the, the main five I teach in my programs. But sadness truly shows the like, tender giant heart that we have and how much we care. And it's often not till we experience massive sadness that we are able to really feel that deep love. Um, that is so like part of like, that's one of the biggest things in life is like to know this isn't just an organ, this heart, (laughs) like it is powerful. It is, um, just incredible. It's magnificent. And, um, So that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. Another question for you, Eileen. Um, The idea that anything is possible. um, Talk to us about that, you know, as we are experiencing or processing through any type of grief, this idea that um, it may feel like I, when I read that, I'm like, okay, it sure feels like it's the end of the world. Especially right now, I see the pictures of like people in Auschwitz sweatshirts that have like stormed our capital. I'm like, this feels like Handmaid's Tale. This feels like the end of the world. And it's not, right? Anything is possible. Please tell me, Eileen, that anything is possible. Yeah. Just like having a beautiful baby at 46, right? (laughs) Um, You know, I think it's one of those things too, like when I think, say anything is possible. And one of the things I like to, punctuate about that is like, it's almost like allowing people to like, I don't know, there's things people really, really want. And then something happens or time goes by and you think it's not possible. Right. Yeah. And it's not even that you want them anymore. I think that was the thing about having a baby at 46 for myself. If you had asked me at any moment, (laughs) 
you know, prior to meeting Mike or, or falling in love with Mike, really, if I wanted another child, it, the, the absolute certainty was no, no, thank you. I actually was so sure I tied my tubes when I had my third C-section. Like I was clear, yeah. I was complete, I was like done. And then life came, right? Like circumstances happen. Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier. Okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me now, if you have any questions, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. I found myself in a, in a world I never even imagined. I didn't imagine being, you know, falling in love with someone new. I didn't imagine falling in love with someone who had never been married and didn't have any biological kids of his own. Like, you know, none of that was predictable or planned or even necessarily wanted. And here I am falling in love with Mike. And um, I remember I was working with, with a coach therapist and I remember her um, just questioning me, like maybe, maybe the possibility of having another child is something you need to explore. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> Are you crazy? And then what was interesting was like, I had made all these assumptions right about the way it was going to be like i literally did think to a large degree i would die if i had another child because i was right. not i had three c sections so in my world in my mind i'm like my uterus can't handle that and yeah. in my world i can't get pregnant so 
um, she said, well, maybe you just need to explore it. And then I opened up my mind and I said, well, rather than my assumptions, there are doctors that can tell you these things. And so I went and I did the exploration and every time I came out of a doctor's appointment and they told me it's not probable, but it's not impossible. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then, you know, and also like wanting to rush through, then I was like, okay, fine, let's have a baby and whatever. Um, but I was like, should we, should we adopt or should we use donor eggs or like a surrogate? Like I just wanted to rush it through. And then I had to stop and pause and look and say, okay, well, what do I really, really want? And I'm like, if I could have made waved a magic wand, what I really wanted was my, you know, Mike and a child of ours and really it was like, I was like, okay, let's go for it. Right. Go for yes. it. Worst thing that can happen is it doesn't work. The The thing I thought to myself was like, well, if I don't try and I don't go for it, which will I regret more, right? Ne- not having and never trying or trying and not having. So I was like, if I try and it doesn't work, I'll know. Right. And I'll experience the journey and I'll understand. I'll have compassion for other things that I don't understand now. Anyway, turns out yes. it worked. And that's the miracle. Like, and and I share a bit more about it in the book, but I mean, it is straight out of the miracle books. Like, yes, I'm not even, I'm not diminishing what it takes to go through all that. It took a lot. And I know that I am incredibly lucky. And that little boy was definitely little Zach. He was definitely meant to come. And, um, but he's been such a joy. And I think, you know, like I didn't realize, um, you know, and again, it's not about fixing the family that, that, you know, was broken per se on December 22nd, 2011. But when you watch Zach, you know, this baby brother, that is all of my uh, Max, Melanie Brooks brother. Right. And they love yeah. him. And I couldn't, I couldn't imagine how much it's so funny, actually, Melanie, I'm sorry, I'm kind of b- bouncing around a little bit, but Melanie, That's good. she came to the hospital after I had, um, like brings tears to my eyes, but she came to the hospital. She's the oldest and she was holding Zach and she looked at me and she's like, Oh my God, mom, I did not know him. I did not know I was going to love him this much. Oh my God. Yeah. And it's so awesome. It was. It's so awesome. Yeah. And then they're just like siblings too, which also cracks me up because I thought (laughs) these guys are so much older, right? Like they surely aren't going to be jealous. Oh no, no, no. We have it all. Like, you know, they fight. hilarious. hilarious. They were yesterday fighting over one of those Melanie who's 17 and Zach who's three over the dinner. I'm like, really? Oh my God. Anyway, it was adorable. But anyway. That is hilarious. Oh, and again, I just see like so much divine in there. And like, you know, I can just imagine Mike was your original husband, your first husband. Uh, Brian was the original. Brian. I can just imagine like Brian just smiling and guiding all of that because, you know, I always say to Terry, like, if anything ever happens to me, I want you to be happy. I want you to find another beautiful girl. Like you hear me. <laughs> like ah. that's what we, you know, we love when you have true love and you love someone so much, it's like life is so fragile and we never know how long we're going to be here. But I, you know, they, they, we, we all want our loved ones to be happy. And so I can just imagine him guiding that and um, secretly up there going, Anything's possible, Eileen. Go for it. Yeah, Go for it. Yeah. So, and I, if there are any widows listening, 
I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, but I do, I do think asking, asking your loved one on the other side to show you a sign, guide the way, pick them out, her out, they out, whatever. Like, yeah, that's um, cool. yeah, it, I think there's something to that, but. Oh gosh. Well, Eileen, you have given us just so many beautiful, um, points of encouragement and wisdom. And thank you for sharing your story. Thank you um, for being so courageous and being so vulnerable too, and, and um, helping us to remember that there are silver linings and that if we keep our eyes open and we have our hearts open and we're willing um, to be vulnerable and receive that there is such goodness in store for us. And I think that is a message that is just going to resonate so deeply with all the listeners. So um, like I said, we're, we are we are going to make sure that we put um, your book, Time to Fly, over on our website. We have um, a pretty extensive shop page now on the Fresh Start Family website. We'll make sure we link it in the show notes um, and let listeners know where they can find you because I know you're a health and wellness coach too. So tell us where um, they can go find you. Yeah, so I'm on all the social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, all of it, Twitter, although I'm, I don't like to tweet that much. But anyway, um, <laughs> and I, um, my personal page is EileenRobertsonHamra.com and um, FitTogetherLLC.com for um, an expansion of what I offer. But yeah. Love so we'll have to maybe we'll maybe we'll have you back on to talk about your health and wellness services because I know you're doing a ton of incredible stuff with your company fit together. Yes, that would be fantastic. And it's it's been lovely. Thank you for creating this space for me to share and and for your community. I re- I really acknowledge you for that. It's awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Eileen. You're welcome. For links and everything we talked about in today's episode, head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash 65. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano volcano instead of respond like the firm, kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kid's worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening and I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode.